So uh, to answer your question, though, uh, so we are going on vacation. We still need to figure out exactly where. So obviously we're not going very far. We originally planned to come to Florida to and uh, doing Disneyland and, you know, run, you know, try to go see Ricky. But uh, money didn't happen. And then hurricane happened. So we probably didn't want to come there anyways. Yeah, it wasn't shit. Nor, well, Orlando well it nailed. wasn't shit to no. you. <laughs> yeah, like, on Orlando, I got nailed. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think, uh, you know, the lower end of the coast definitely didn't go. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're planning on just road tripping it here in Texas. Uh, originally, we were just thinking we'll hit up Dallas for a couple days like we normally do. You know, breweries, nice place to eat, stuff like that. Uh, trip over to San Antonio or somewhere in that area. Is that a big trip for you guys, Dallas? Uh, Dallas is about three and a half hours, but it's it's significantly different to Houston area, so mm -hmm. it's worth it. It's a it's a cooler vibe in some of the places, and I know Houston and Dallas have a major rivalry. Blah blah blah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but also, uh, Nate Simmons uh, lives in or lives near Dallas now, so that would give me a chance to probably meet him in person for the first time. Why do I know that name? Uh, Nate uh, from. Nate's Nate's toys or whatever. Yeah, Nate's toys exactly. Uh, yeah. well, Nate's toy shop. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. So um. But yeah, so he moved to Texas uh, this year, uh, from California. So you know, would have been a would would be an interesting opportunity to actually meet with the guy if I could, um, because he lives Dallas area. He's not actually in Dallas proper, which is massive. People don't understand how big that da shit is. Dallas Fort Worth because it is one metropolitan area technically with, you know, a 15-20 mile gap. Um, you know, it just looks like a pair of testicles, you know, and just kind of whatever. Um, but Fort Worth but not even like the outlying good. areas they call Dallas like Oh, it's huge. My wife's family is all out there and they live in some place called like the not the Covenant or the Commune, but it starts with like a C. Sure. And it's like the something, the Chamberlains or some shit like that. And mm -hmm. it's like its own little thing, but it's part of Dallas, but it takes you 30 minutes to get to Dallas. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like us, we're not in Houston proper by any means. You know, we're our own town, but we're 30 miles north of Houston. So, mm -hmm. you know, but we're we're in a significantly large, small city. You know, mm -hmm. I think we're probably the largest small excuse me, small city over here. But either way, San Antonio is so like way south from you, right? Uh, I mean, San Antonio on a bad day is like five hours, uh, depending on which way you go, but we were planning on hitting San, cause I used to go to San Antonio a lot with my ex, not to mention I've, I've got family in all, in pretty much all the major cities in, in Texas. So Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, uh, San Marcos kind of area. Um, so we're all kind of spread out. So I've got some cousins who live in Dallas. I've got aunts and uncles who live between Austin and San Antonio. So, you know, I've been everywhere. But we Which were gonna... is the one uh, you just did, uh, uh, Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which, <laughs> so by the way, the it's one... a lot of driving to get to the relatives. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's the one where y'all were at the restaurant and you saw your cousin and his family? Oh, that was that? here. That was here. That was there. Oh, yeah, okay. but that's a cousin who lives in Dallas. Okay. And we were supposed to be in Dallas. That's why gotcha. it was funny. So we didn't gotcha, go gotcha. on vacation. We were supposed to. And then mm -hmm. we ran down into my cousin who we would have seen if we went on vacation. That's why it was gotcha. funny. Gotcha. I remember it was uh, something about they lived somewhere else. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly uh, well remembered there. Um, and by the way, you know, speaking of uh, music, when it comes to TV and commercials, uh, go check out our top five episode where we uh, talk about t or uh, songs from TV shows that are associated, but not the actual theme song. So go check that out because that Johnny Cash song is now on uh, what is it? Uh, 
Motel Six or whatever, or Super Eight hotels. Like yeah, Super Eight yeah. or Travelocity. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Somewhere in there, it's also on Hulu a lot. It's, it's like also on Hulu commercials a lot. We were just talking about that in between recordings. Um, but yeah, so we still haven't nailed down our vacation because the other thing we might do, still road tripping but different method, was hitting up all the major barbecue joints across Ooh. Texas. So, uh, oh, I just watched the weird history on food, the weird food history one or whatever. And they just did all the barbecue places, like the main ones across the U.S. Yeah, and man. So I started salivating watching yeah. that shit. Texas has like three major different kinds of barbecue or some shit. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was like that. Yeah, because we take influence from all the other ones, too, along with yep. uh, the German and Czech style that also gets influenced yep. in there. They, so, talk, they talk about that in there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've watched plenty. Believe me. Um, but we actually have a barbecue capital Texas of, of Texas. Uh, it's Lockhart. It, by by law, it was voted in as the barbecue capital of Texas due to really? the sheer amount of barbecue places and the sheer amount of uh, beef Are production they, and everything else like the that. The eastern style, the western style, or the southern style? All. Oh, they do all of it. Yeah. Because okay, that's a that's so, what this thing broke it down was like the eastern side is more the vinegary sauces. Mm-hmm. The the western side's more like the sauces we think of when we think of barbecue sauce. Yep. And then southern right. is more like the Mexican like barbacoa type. Yep. So um Yeah. Fun- no, we definitely we even noticed that when we were uh when you're when you're like up like up here in northern areas like Maryland versus like in Raleigh, that mm-hmm. there's a definite difference. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm because, a Carolina barbecue guy myself. Because you're I pulling vinegar based. Because you're from mm-hmm. in that area, you're actually pulling from Carolina and Kansas City, uh, uh-huh. but not so much the southern influence, unless you've got people right. who've moved up there, um, or just had it and they and then they love it and move it up there. So you know, but uh, when it comes to right. Lockhart specifically, what was funny is there were there were three places. It was Blacks, Smitty's, or Smiths, and Kreutz's, and there's rivalries. Not just between uh, rival families, but within families, which created these uh, three major restaurants there. Um, and I believe it's Blacks and Smiths, which are a family that split off because one is so traditional, they won't even serve you like beans. <laughs> it's like, wow, here's your meat, here's your onions, here's some bread, get the fuck over there. And you enjoy the amount of smoke you're inhaling the whole time. Like when the places, when the walls are pitch black from being, you know, the smoker inside the whole time, (laughs) you know, you could scrape some flavor off the wall for your, for extra seasoning. You know, it's been there a hundred and hundred and ten years or some shit. So, um, I think that might be what we end up doing. She did want to see a little bit of the hill country. Uh, you know, and I always assumed the hill country was mostly just referring to Austin, but it's actually a little further away than actual Austin is. Um, I just think it's awesome how many different kind of like uh, environments Texas has. Again, yeah, we a- talked about the size of Texas. People just forget because of how big it is, how yeah. different it is from one spot to the next there. Yeah, if you drive from the eastern, from the easternmost border to the westernmost border i think it takes something almost a whole 24 day 24 hours almost yeah, a whole day it's like to get 24 completely. hours if you follow the speed limits <laughs> yeah and if you have a straight shot that's the thing i mean mm-hmm. i 10 i10 is about your best shot to get straight across texas as it goes and even though joe kw says it texas is not flat you just <laughs> it's just where he went was flat <laughs> however it is fairly cleared out so yes you uh-huh. can see shit for a long 
ways but he clearly was not in any hilly areas you know even though he can you, was can you see the Al can you see the basement to the alamo from where you're at no so on like, a good day on a good day suit straight across well the other i actually was watching uh one of joe's uh live streams on his new twitch on saturday and uh i, th I think i commented texas ain't that flat man if you want to see flat go to kansas you can see completely across that state in the dark yeah, <laughs> it's like you can see Colorado. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not flat. The interstates make it like you know, fifty feet high. Yeah, yeah. There's all. It's the, they're called the Great Plains for a reason. Plain yeah, being a they, flat surface. I mean, there's hit. There might be. There's rolling hills, but you uh, can still see over them. Yeah, it's like just stand on. One you can see the mountains across. in Colorado for like four hundred mm -hmm. miles, something like Jesus. that. Because I remember this when I drove across Kansas and I got to watch the sun come up, which was really pretty. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but also uh, witnessing road trains come at you from FedEx and UPS. That was interesting because I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact that you just see the mountains looming in the distance, and you're like, oh, that's really close. And then three hours have gone by and they're no closer. You're like, shit. You know, mm -hmm. when you have no when you have no reference point for distance and something that big is just that far away you and it doesn't seem to get any bigger um but yeah so uh joe texas is not that flat you just happen to drive through a flat part and he mostly went through the great piney woods anyways you know it's like he, he went from austin sort of and then went diagonal up and north you know so he didn't really drive through much of real yeah, texas. he was heading towards oklahoma and shit. he, he drove through like mm -hmm. texarkana probably if yeah. anything you know and whatever that might be so yeah so vacation we, we're gonna nail it down uh worst case scenario we'll spend a few days in dallas because we like it up there just find some shit to do she wants to go to a comedy show uh which i'm not definitely not opposed to and austin because of joe rogan has a new booming comedy uh environment going on so maybe we'll swing over to austin and uh check out a comedy show or two that might be fun i think oh what sucks do you know who brad williams is Sounds familiar. Yeah, he's the he's the uh, little nice. person comedian. Um, he makes a lot of leprechaun jokes. Uh, he's gonna be in town when we're not. <laughs> so it's like we're just gonna miss him coming to, I think to Austin. I can't remember. She pointed out the other night. I was like, I would love to see Brad Williams. He's fucking hilarious. And you can't you can't change to get there a little earlier. No, we, well, I mean, like, it depends on when it is. Like, so gotcha. I have to, I have to work all this week, including Saturday, and then I'm free, Ugh. right? So we changed our plans. We weren't going to go, we were going to go to the Renaissance the weekend we got back. Mm -hmm. But, like, just because we'd probably be tired from our vacation, we're actually going to go to the Renaissance Festival the week, the Sunday before we go on vacation. So this coming Sunday, we're going to go, we're going to go to the Renaissance Festival. So, um that'll be fun that'll be our yearly visit because we always go for her birthday roundabout um and it's the second second opening weekend or, no it is the opening weekend so that'll be fun and i have a costume so part part of my upcoming Ooh. week uh, i will have a a costume i need to find pants so i got a shirt i got some kind of like armor bits and stuff like that uh and i need to find some pants that'll fit me because amazon is it like a, so just a made-up costume or is it based on a character no it's just a whatever it's very neutral gotcha quote unquote i was gonna say barbarian gonna say knight knight barbarian or court jester so somewhere between barbarian and pirate i was going with bar winch 
No, the wifey thought about doing something like that, but you know, getting a surf. Unfortunately, <laughs> getting a costume in her in her size is not is super not easy. Um, being being small, being a short, being a size. being a short mm-hmm. and round person is not easy. Um, even I have that problem. <laughs> thick in the thick in the middle and not super tall, so you know it's kind of hard to shop for costumes. I know Ricky also. It's not has easy when you're thick in the middle and you are tall. Trust me, I don't. Get oh, I know. Better. Just the thick in the middle. So the <laughs> so the shirt I've got coming uh, is actually, it's, it's sleeveless and it's got like the ties in the in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, so you can get some chest hair poking out. Um, it nice. it'll fit around my chest with plenty of room, but it will. Did be you hear tight me get a wreck when you said that? I did. Um, nice. I heard it pop. So uh, and speaking no, of which, I need to put. No, I'm going to need to take that down about twenty percent, Ricky. Twenty percent. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that what you appreciate about me, Shuki? <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> you know, that's what I appreciate appreciates about you, Ricky. Is that what you appreciate about me, Shuki? <laughs> now you say the line. You guys, you guys fucked the whole setup up there. <laughs> it's like you got all the references in the wrong order. Dude, we're all fucked on that letter, Kenny, man. Either way, so... I hate you for making me watch that. No, you don't. So either way, guys, welcome back to episode I don't even know anymore. I think it's 28 of Now You Made It Awkward podcast. I think 27 is the one we recorded last week, so I think we're good there. Yes, 27. So we're on 28, almost 30. Yay. Jesus. We've done so many of these things. I feel like we've done way more. Like I well, feel we've like done, we should be way further. It's all well, those extras. If we were to count all the extras and bonuses as their own episodes, we would be at like 65. Yeah, that's God damn it. You doubled <laughs> just with bonuses. I don't think you understand how bonuses work. Well, because the bonuses are never would used to not be separate episodes. They were just clips that we uh, just shortened for time. Now we're doing purposeful secondary episodes. So those us. things just yeah, count really. as extras or whatever. So just non-numbered content because there's no structure to those. It's just the conversation. So yeah. the structure kind of like, like the Star Wars Black series. There's no definitive numbering system. Yes. Yeah, but it's like we got 27 regular episodes and 32 bonus episodes. Yes, exactly. And two that are, have not been made public. So, um, one could be made public. It's just dumb. The other one is the one we're always in the air about. Which one was the dumb one? That's the one where it was titled, this one will get us canceled. Uh, you'll have to remind me later. That was, I don't that, remember that one. It, it was a uh, racial discussion. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, got a little and, off the rails. Well, it didn't really get off the rails. It's just we never we never uh, concluded that it should be made public. It's not a bad gotcha. episode. We just didn't all agree. But now Rob's here, yep. so Rob needs to vote on whether or not it should be public. Yeah. You have to send a, send a link to us so I will listen to it. I will. Well, you have, but it's been months. So either way, guys, uh, I am Shoki. You can follow me at all the Shoki, Shoki Reviews related things down below, including the merch store, which includes the merch for this show and all the other crap I do. And then we have Ricky over here. What up? And he does the promos on Facebook for Nerd Rage Radio, along with being a constant cast member on Friday nights on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel and the Realm, Realm Hatton Project. Like I started talking too, <laughs> too quickly. I started going too fast. Too many realms. Too many realms. Too many R's. We got Nerd Rage, Nerd Rage Realm Hatton Project. Ricky. Nerd there Rage we go. Radio Realm Hatton Project. Ricky. <laughs> All the things. All right, and then, of course, we have Dormammu Rob over here. Good evening. Right. Did you hear um, it that time? I don't, I don't even know what that was. It was just... I don't know. What was that? What was that? Exactly. Did you hear that? Hi, everybody. 
That was that was very sexy bed bed voice there, man. Hello. Now we know why his wife puts <laughs> up with him. He wakes up the same shit like that to her. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's clearly not for his time spent recording episodes. Um, <laughs> so we have to watch the clock to know exactly when he's going to pop out. Right. He can't see me. He can't see the hand motions because the camera's not on. But there are hand motions, Jokey. There are yeah. hand motions. Well, there's at least a finger motion. Are they? Are they? Are they? <laughs> are they vertical or horizontal motions? Both. Is, is it yes. a fast movement or a slow movement? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so either way, uh, let's just uh, get to rolling. Then uh, we'll start with our weeks, and I will go really quick because I don't have that much. It feels like we just recorded. I mean, we literally just recorded, but it also feels like not much has happened realistically and uh since we do have a lot to talk about hasbro pulse con maybe we'll keep the we'll we'll speed through the tv show talk um so uh i did finish and completely rewatched shore z season one so the first letter kenny spinoff and by the way i don't know if i mentioned on here but i did start watching the little kenny which is the the cartoon one yeah which is cute it's cute it's a backstory for uh for the characters and how they is met it the same actors kids. yes but they're playing kids kids so they're, I doing, got you. They they're do doing kid pitch. they're doing kid voices it's quite funny um when it comes to shorzy uh jared kiso who plays wayne really does transform like it's the same guy but he is you don't you stop seeing him as wayne like within the first few minutes and like by by the time episode two has come around you don't see wayne at all like it's pretty cool how like, he manages to do that, and he really flexes his acting chops a bit more as Shorzy, which you guys by now have been exposed to Shorzy as a character in, in Letterkenny. Um, yeah, well, his voice in the back of his head and his ass when he was upside down pissing mm-hmm. in the shower. Well, because he's like, always yeah, doing that, that. Yeah, he's always doing upside down push ups and pissing in the shower and giving Riley and Jonesy some shit always. Yeah, literally. Um, give your balls a tug. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, short. Fuck you, Jonesy. Tell, tell your mom to quit calling me. He's always yeah. talking about their moms. Yeah. Can you right. tell your moms to go pick up your other moms and bring them to my house? Yeah. That's, that's pretty much Riley, how I went down one time. Right. Riley, tell your mom to refill my minutes on my cell phone that jo- that Jonesy's mom paid for me so that I can text them back. It's ridiculous. The oh, is, and it's probably in there. Already. By the way, guys, spoilers. He's not making up any of that. What do you mean? So you think that Shorzy is just talking crap or chirping, as they say? No, mm-hmm. he's not making up any of that. I don't think he's making it up. It sounds <laughs> no, like that's dirty shit he'd be doing. So it sounds like a lot of shit he's just making up on the spot. Nope, it all happens. Um, it's so when they reveal that, it's like holy. Anyways, all right. So um, what's really funny about it is it actually had the Shorzy the show actually has a lot of heart to it. And to me, it's probably the best hockey-related thing since, like, the early Mighty Ducks movies. Like, where, you, shot. where you actually <laughs> give a shit about the hockey team. You know, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting show, considering it's only six episodes. You know, it's much like Letterkenny itself, it's very short seasons. But, like, when it was over, I was like, because I had just binged all of Letterkenny as it was, I was like, I want more. Because it came after season 10, of Letterkenny, so you know it, now season ten a, a final for Letterkenny, or is that just no? It's just where they now? stopped because of COVID. That's 
So know. that's where they've left. That's where they left off. So either Ferda. way, Ferda. <laughs> hmm. So should we just go ahead and get that out of the way right now, since we're on that subject? Because mm-hmm. you guys took that uh, recommendation to heart. Uh, I'm having to take so I'm, a break. Uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm almost uh, I'm on the last episode of season three right now. So. Yeah, and I want to point out that Dormammu started before I did, and I'm still in season five already. Hmm. Slacker. Uh, this but is he's a, ahead of me on the other what one. Can I say I, the hell the hella boss or I've whatever? I've also watched like yeah, correct. I've also watched like six episodes of Hell of a Boss. I've also watched. I mean, I've watched so a lot of media there. over the last week. I'm pacing myself. Um, I'm pacing myself. Okay. Speaking of Hell of a Boss, I was intending to read Will's email that he wrote in, and I'm no longer seeing it. That's weird. It's like it's gone. He can't take it back. There's no way to do that. There it is. Okay. No, it it just sat there long enough that the uh, thing just made it pop away. So I I just reopened old emails. Okay. So thoughts, y'all's thoughts on Letterkenny so Um, far? It's... I, I enjoy it. There's parts I like a lot more than other parts, but when you are strong, when I'm my OCD kicks in when I'm binging something, like I have to force myself to stop watching stuff when I'm binging it. Um, and I, I have to take a break from it because it does get repetitive and mm-hmm. not so much. The main story gets repetitive. It's more like those cold openings and some of the jokes that if you were watching just in spurts it would just be oh that, that's a callback to this episode and that's yeah. a callback to this episode but when you're binging it it's like man they just said that joke two seconds ago like i literally just heard it yeah so i, I have to do it in parts like I'm, I'm taking a little break from it i'll probably just take a week off and then go ahead and finish it out because i'm halfway but when you watch it back to back to back to back to back it gets repetitive yeah. Con- considering how Especially much the main parts. Comp- considering yeah. how much you've watched like i was going two seasons at a time and then watching other things so yeah. cuz like, like two seasons two seasons together is roughly one season of a normal show so right. it's it's not that big a deal and usually every two seasons is like a plot yeah you know, a big solid twist. a solid plot these ones have pretty good twists I, I that's why i say the main story it doesn't it doesn't bother me like it doesn't have too much of that oh this is repetitive in the main like when you get past that cold opening and once the letter kenny pops in mm-hmm. and then they move into the actual story they got pretty interesting stories and they don't get too bogged down the skids guys get more repetitive than oh anybody they they're, the, they are but okay so where are you at right now season five thereabouts uh the wedding was one of the last ones okay so I the we- the wedding in so the and wedding was when him and Tannis, uh, Tannis were decided dating. They weren't going to bang up. Exactly. They weren't going to bang or, yeah. or they weren't going to date or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was like all in that general area. I'm in that general area. So okay. Like. So the, the development of the skids mm-hmm. is real interesting over time. Mm-hmm. Like Stuart. No, a, that's, they sent him to rehab. That was the last episode so, I watched. They sent, they sent what's his face to rehab. I haven't seen yeah. the conclusion of that. episode. So, yet. so here's the thing. And I'll say this, not, not a giant spoiler. They have a, they have a habit of doing holiday episodes like uh-huh. in the interim, I saw the Christmas one. So they do Christmas and they do Valentine's and they do, I think they do Halloween, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they do a Halloween episode, which is yeah, they did fucking a Halloween fun. one with the yeah, the yeah. one where they had the the, the haunted the spooky dick or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, right, and then yeah. St. Patrick's was season one. Yeah, St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day yep. was great. So those happen slightly outside of canon because mm-hmm. you'll you'll see Stuart in one in the Valentine's Day episode, and that's when he should be at rehab. 
gotcha. and he's drinking. So that you'll see that and it'll be real confusing. Also, mm-hmm. Stuart has a visual, a significant visual change after he rehab. His fucking hair off. Everything, everything about it is weird. And by the way, yeah. I could not figure out for the longest time who Stuart was, like why I knew him. And he was mm-hmm. from Supernatural. I wouldn't know that. He he was from the uh he's the angel uh Samandriel, the one that uh got taken in by uh Ah shit, he was getting he was getting tortured to learn the truth about angels and stuff like that. So like it was like I was, I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? He's bothering me. I'll uh, say one of the episodes that had me almost pissing myself laughing at it was when they introduced the, the character gay. Yes. Yes. The, okay, so, literally that episode where she's like, I'm gay. And Rold's like, I'm gay. And she's yeah. like, no, I'm gay. I'm He's gay. like, no, yeah. I'm gay. Yeah. Like they had this whole, Back and it forth. went on. Like you would think it would get old after a while, but I was laughing, still laughing the whole my time. fucking ass off the whole entire time. I'm like, oh my God, it's her mm-hmm. fucking name, you idiot. And then she would say it again. And I'm like, no, he's fucking gay. Like he likes dudes. And like, they were just going back. And I she's was like, dying. my name is gay. Yeah, and, <laughs> like and that's so, how it finally ends. <laughs> so I, I actually kind of liked Gay's character, even though it made no sense when she was introduced. Yeah. Like she and just she showed up quick too. Yeah, like she was. In she there was right. there for. Oh. She was there for essentially a whole season. Yeah, and right. Then, well, actually, and, you then forget then like three, four episodes. Yeah, almost a whole season. She'll, she'll come back. No spoilers. Oh, she does. She, she came back, back for yeah. the the rehab thing. She's yep. the one forcing them to go to yep. rehab, and she comes back again um, after that. So, okay. oh, in the next in the and next then, in the next season, she's she's there again. Boys, Whatever happened boys. to the other spoilers? I know, but I'm not giving you what happens. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I'm not giving you anything big. I, I know. Come, come on, come on, get it together now. What happened to your, your spare the, parts, bud? The 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 other skid. Remember his names? Who? The other skid, Darren, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tall, blondish colored skid. Yeah, the one that was like took over mm-hmm. when Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Was what dating. happened to him? Does he uh, come back? No, he he actually. I looked okay. into it, and he the guy actually got tired of just being a perpetual side character and just said fuck it and left. Uh, so they gotcha. so they yeah. mentioned that he was gone and he wasn't coming back in the show. Yeah, and like it was like a real quick like they didn't make a big yeah, deal out of it. They just like, didn't oh, make a deal gone. out of it. Yep, he just quit because yeah. he he didn't want to be because the other two guys, the other two skids in the background, who I don't know mm. their names, they only say them. Yeah, like, the bearded oh, ones. Yeah, the the really weird guys. Uh, mm. They stay there the whole time. They they nice. they're barely even mentioned by name, so they're there. Yeah. Rolled cracks me up. I, it's not so yeah. much. It's not even so much the things that he says. It's his physical actions. Dude, like the, he's he's so the things that I hate most about Gail. Not is it Gail the 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 Haitian mm-hmm. lady that owns Modines. Yeah. I hate her physical actions. Like they drive me crazy. The, the hip motions and the arm swinging. Yeah, and like all the dry humping and it makes that gets no, better. It feels very forced and it feels very. I, ironically enough in this show it feels very juvenile yeah and, and that's that it's, says a lot it's, it's also super cringe yes like, that the, that might be it gail and gail is the definition of cringe compared to the rest and of it it's and it's on purpose forced and very doofy but like when roll does it it seems like natural to him like yeah you know he reminds me of it, it, it this this is the deep one uh, oliver and company Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Cheech's Chihuahua. Yeah, Chihuahua, because yeah. like, he also wears a headband. Cold. Yeah, and he does that little like, yeah. like that kind of like jittery fucking shit, and it yeah. cracks me. I don't know what it is about him. He cracks me up, dude. Yeah, uh, so I like that's I like... my thoughts on it. Dormammu's been pretty quiet. What's yeah, your thoughts? You go ahead, Rob. 
So personally, like I find like it's I'm enjoying it a lot. And it's because you see the different groups, whether it's the, the whether it's the the farmhands, they're called the, the Hicks or the Hicks, the yep. the 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 degens all of them uh, yep. right like every shirt all of them have all of them have uh, a certain amount of development all of them and it and it's it's that development like there are how do i explain it it's it reminds me a lot of several other shows where they kind of like they give you these these very flat characters and then they start filling Early. them in very yeah. slowly mm-hmm. And yeah. building on mm-hmm. it, and building on it, and building on it. I I absolutely love Wayne as a character because mm-hmm. he comes off Sean? as so. Well, he comes off so serious and, and so robotic, time, like even in its motions. So right, but at yeah. the same time, like he's got such a big heart, and it's yeah. just it, Dude, the way he go the enters nature of the the way he enters doors. He squares yes. up, pulls the door open, goes inside, squares back up, turns the around, closes the door. Right. The way he mm-hmm. stands up off of a chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, Straight up, yeah. arms out, shoulders up. Yeah. Shoulders and up, yep. Jared yeah. Ke- Dude, Jared Kiso's physical comedy is so good. Yeah. Okay, so so real quick, though, I mentioned it before when I got you guys to watch the show. So the cold, the cold open with the baby conversation. When they were talking about the intelligence of babies, is, uh, is that the one where he's <laughs> like, so yes, "Yes," when he's talking about screaming and crying and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay, God, I pissed, pissed myself laughing. Yes, that one and the baseball catching one. The baseball when, catching one is yes. great. When Squirrely Dan starts talking about getting a finger, finger in the butt, yep. and like they, they don't say anything, they just stop start, throwing the ball. Throwing the ball, they start throwing harder. Yeah. they start throwing because they're just like, nope. Nope, nope, Dude, nope. So, so oddly enough, the finger in the butt thing, one way or another, comes back repeatedly. Always, but, always. Okay, so their callbacks, like they'll do a lot of callbacks within the same episode, right? Mm. But then one thing that's great is they'll do a callback from three seasons ago. Mm. And one of my favorite ones is uh, the difference between uh, a, a double knuckler and a triple knuckler. Triple knuckle, yeah. Arguing out how many knuckles a person How many has. knuckles it takes to And stick. then is it are you talking about knuckles side to side or are you yeah, talking- <laughs> Exactly. So that yeah. comes back like two seasons later after the first time they had a conversation, and then it comes mm. back again in season ten. I was like nice. damn the, the old callback. Really call back to that shit. And, but so, one of the things that made me giggle a lot too was Stuart's Yelp. Yes. Like there's that two, like I think it was the same episode with the baseball catching one where they they just mm-hmm. hit him they beam him with the baseball yes. and later in the episode they beamed him with like another that's when one. he no, was yeah, like staying with them yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, every time like and I don't know what his yell or just, when he thought oh they weren't gonna God. do it and he thought he beat yeah. him and then they hit him with something else yeah I have to say there are there's a lot about this show that cracks me up there's a lot where I'm just like I don't know what the fuck's happening because they're using words that I don't know. Yeah, and uh, especially Jonesy and Riley, like when oh, they God. get on their little, they're roles, their own language, they're their own hockey language. They that no, you gotta learn, you gotta little, learn it so you, yeah, you gotta learn it so you can become puck funny. And yeah. they're 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 talking to bro, each other for like five bro. solid minutes. That gets old fast after Dude, a while. The 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 puck bunny episode. Yes, where Kate was gonna fight yeah. Allison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which is the other part to it, which I find Katie. is like the the whole the whole thing between Katie and Wayne and as a brother and sister, like their relationship is so. I don't. I was gonna say weird, but it's not. It's he's not. very protective it's so of her, but he's very, it's very protective. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. And but, keeps, but he lets her be her own person. He keeps like, telling they, her to put clothes touch, on. Yeah, they keep touching on like some very serious topics, and they handle it in a normal way. If that makes any kind of sense, like yeah. when they did the the um the the blinds where they were gonna beat up the DJs. Yeah. When they were coming mm-hmm. into their 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 fishing hut or whatever. Yes. And they yeah. had that whole conversation of what would bring in a DJN. And then they're like homosexuals. homosexuals. One guy said it some one yeah. guy said it another way. And he's and the one guy's like, I don't think you could say it that way anymore. That's not very PC. And then the other guy says it a whole completely worse way. He's yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's definitely a no go. Yeah. And like like the way they handle shit like that. It very much feels like a conversation you'd have with just a group of people you're hanging out with. It doesn't feel forced and in your face. It's just very, it's there. It exists. People that Mm -hmm. don't understand it are going to question it. They're going to say stuff they're not supposed to, but everybody handles it. They don't immediately just start fucking each other up. Oh, you said the wrong thing. You're the fucking word. No, you can't say that anymore. These are the reasons why. And so, I think it's also it, it leads to a lot of honest conversation. And yes, it does. and that's that's the yeah. thing about it's the show. It, it is yeah. honest conversation between friends and or relatives that you would have with your own dipshit friends mm-hmm. and relatives. And sometimes the, it's the serious. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's serious, and then other times it's super goofy. Now, one of the best ones I love is when the the, the porch. By the way, the way the show is shot is m- kind of brilliant. So mm-hmm. usually they're sitting in front of the produce cart when they open. Or sometimes right. they're in the kitchen at the kitchen table. But when they're on the porch and they purposely obscure their faces with the whole yes. porch rail, I was like, mm-hmm. most people wouldn't do that because you want to show your star's face. They said, fuck mm-hmm. it. It adds an interesting layer. But one yeah. of the funnier part was, I forget exactly the conversation they were having, but Wayne makes a solid joke and Derry mm-hmm. and Squirrely Dan keep talking and he turns away from them and comments yeah nobody liked my joke nobody even commented nobody liked my joke and then he comes it's like it's like it almost looked like i don't appreciate that nobody laughed when i'm yeah yeah yeah. that was great because it almost looked like he was breaking the fourth wall but he wasn't he was just looking away from them and the camera just happened to be there like dude the shark tank episode i told y'all Fucking I told y'all God. that was going to be amazing. It was really, dude. really spot on. And that, really dude, that on. one had me. Do you need any water, Bonnie? No, thanks, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the oh, fuck was Bonnie, Bonnie talking well, to? Uh, I, I don't. They never said whether she had a camera there. Or there was no was camera. They weren't talking. filling this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's Maybe very. She gets weird. down from the ladder and she's like yeah. trying to walk off screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot and she goes the wrong way. Hands, and though. it is very like. Like it's it's so it is good. Like the parts that are good are really it, good. It knows exa- like, the show no knows medium. exactly what it is. Yeah, it's no meat to me to me watching it. It's either it's annoying me because and it's when it does annoy me, it's very little parts. Yeah, it's either annoying me or it's fucking perfect. Like it doesn't really have a middle ground. Like it's it's yeah. one or the other. There's and, never just anything and that's what, okay happening. That's what I said about the show. I think when I told you guys, it's like you're gonna watch it. You're gonna have two reactions. You're going to hate it and not want anything to do with it, or you're going to love it. And that's really how it works, but scene to scene, even. You're like, mm. this is so bad, I can't stand it. And then it goes immediately to one of the best things you've ever seen. It's the, like, the Tannis and Wayne conversation, when they yes. were deciding they weren't good to date each other. Yeah. Like, when they kept picking really, each other apart. Like, yeah, but it was interesting. Like, like he's like, 
you 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 can be anything that you want to be because you're a woman or however he phrased it and she said can be and he's like correction i'm sorry you should be anything like just the way he like they talk to each other and that again that's a very deep conversation but it was funny the way they were having and it was i gotta say it's pretty good man it's It's, not it's not the greatest show i've ever seen but it's it's pretty damn good it it, it does the writing is very the writing is very so it's got a very good flow it's it's got some it definitely has some hiccups in certain points where it's like okay you're changing you're changing the pacing a little bit from what you're on, but sometimes in the same yeah. respect again, and it's a lot of character build into it. it it's yeah. a, it is, it is short watches. So, oh, mm, so you're, you're, question. you know, the, the, the seasons are, you know, six, seven, potentially you know, or six, to six seven or seven episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Episodes for a season. So mm-hmm. you can take it at a clip kind of like Shoki mentioned, but I think also like you're, you're not going to get completely tired of the characters because they keep, be, and it's not because it's, it's there's enough of it too where it's not like constant like slapstick jokes yeah. or you know and a even lot the of, parts that annoy me like the cold openings right. i can't force myself to skip them because they're still funny in their own yeah. way it's just yeah. i've heard that Plus, joke already but so, they're still doing it well enough for me to want to watch yeah. it again so, so there's always plenty of puppers too all the yeah, way through always mm-hmm. puppers always puppers mm-hmm. uh, in the literal sense and in the figurative mm-hmm. sense because yeah the, i the, literally the, had to resist this morning telling my son as we're walking to school because we saw a lady with a with a thirteen week old puppy. Mm-hmm. Hey son, look at the look at that pupper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And let me tell you, I'm gonna I show here. Are you sitting down? Yeah, always. Katie's That's... not the hottest thing on that. Ka- show. Katie She's is I. Katie is super hot. But, She's I. But, and I fully admit this. There are lots and lots of and you guys judging around about where you're at. More hot, yes. hotter women will be coming into the show the french chick that likes um uh dairy a nick she's hot yeah so uh that episode was interesting you know because when they go when they go to uh quebec for the back though yes in the way that all three of them said quebec different crack quebec like quebec 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 Quebec. Quebec. oh best fishing in quebec yeah i love fishing love fishing in quebec bass fishing in quebec oh the fish are great in quebec Dude, okay, first of all, that first episode when they went to Quebec, as they were, oh my god. Okay, every single, so much of this show just stays in the story. They met the French guys, they gave them shit, they fought along, they fought with them, then they fought alongside them, them, and then they continue to be side characters in the show. And I was going to say, side character build up all the way from episode two of the Super Soft Birthday Party. Which, by the way, Rob... <laughs> Shit, dude, I want to do that to somebody so, so funny. First of all, Rob went to a birthday party with horses the last time we talked, and I did <laughs> not... get me started. I did not get the Super Soft birthday party <laughs> reference in there in time because you guys were just into watching it. Yeah, so... Awesome. Okay, so... Put, on his forehead. Yes. Make it a but, unicorn. But Joint Boy... <laughs> So Joint Boy was introduced in that episode as a dude contending to be the toughest guy in Letterkenny. Yes. I love that episode. Okay, so Joint Boy stays a permanent side character yep. in the show after that point. So does Tyson, who also, I don't know, he should be in there by now. He's the, got the, the tattoo on one of that yep. looks like a young Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. so um, And Joint Boy reminds me of the one who put, uh, the other guy. That plays Heat Wave. Yeah, he's he's like he was also in Prison Break. He was Prison the main Break. Dominic brother. Dominic's yeah. something. I forgot yeah. his name. He I reminds me of his Dominic. Him. 
Yeah. yeah. When I Purcell? see him, he reminds me of him. I think it's Dominic Maybe. Purcell. Um, but he, yeah, no, it's so funny. They have people who look like other people in there. Mm. What's funny, like Jonesy and Riley and the whole hockey thing with Letterkenny Irish. And by the way, like the coach is like, so one note for like the longest time. And then he picks up a second note and then pretty much stays in that. But it's funny that the development that some characters get and then the sheer stagnation by force of will is actually mm-hmm. kind of funny with other characters in the show. The spelling bee was hilarious. The spelling bee spelling episode bee. was insane. Yeah. Like, okay, so Tannis, I thought Tannis was only going to be a, just a, an, a quick little antagonist that they work through and then never see again. She is like so integral to the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy. But and like, what's the guy's name? Jay Brushamel or whatever the hell is the hard right. Yeah, yeah. Hard right. Jay, I, when he came in, what the fuck oh was that episode? Fucking God. That episode was nuts. That episode it, was out of nowhere. And it, yeah, they don't ever the do that Chiefs again. Thing, like I was laughing so hard. I was like, Oh my God, that feels like everything we're dealing with, with our football teams and stuff. Here. But that was the point. That, Cause he was yeah. American. Remember he was American yep. going to Canada yep. to have that fight. And they um, fucked him up. And I love how Wayne and them stepped in and beat his ass. Like, beat yeah. all the hard right people's ass. Like, they they were in the wrong. And yeah. they were not supposed to be there. Nope. So, Wayne and his people jumped their asses. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. This should, that... All right, let's, we're going to have to. We're we'll move on from the Letter, Letter Kenny episode is what it it's is. It's good. Everybody go yeah. watch it. Everybody it's go good. watch it and make, make decide for yourself. Exactly. Um, and then watch Shorzy immediately after because it's really good. And by the and most of it is shot within an actual hockey arena, surprisingly. Nice. Oh, but I was gonna ask um between the two of you, which version of Modines are y'all on? Uh Modines 2 just burned down where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. I don't know where Rob's at, but yeah. It's just yeah, Modines burn the, I think it's a running gag that they always it's burn down. It's a running game that it's a running gag that Modines always burns down off season. Yeah. <laughs> but like it just it sticks around long enough. Uh, but what's funny is one of the new sets they bring in because Modine's burns down, I, mm-hmm. I I completely take to heart. And you'll see why when you get there, if it hasn't happened already. Um, so just going on with the rest of my week, just TV shows, She-Hulk, uh, fine. Um, fine episode, don't care. It was fine. Actually, I, I enjoyed this episode with the whole therapy session for Jen and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was just a, a nice episode and helping her deal with her nonsense. I know Ricky probably hated but it. I feel like it just gives her the acceptance she needs so that we can actually move on to better plot. Move on to actual plot plots. Yeah. So or six and seven or seven, so, seven and eight or whatever. We well, got like two episodes left and we're still fucking. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And well, like, it'll, it'll just be like solid plot from here on out. Um, I, I, I just like that episode, but obviously the, what the reveal at the end with the, uh, the guy she dated was like, okay. So yeah, now we're the background. I always said about the show, the plot is happening around Jen, but she's not a part of it mm-hmm. <laughs> until she's right. finally going to be a part of it near the end of it. Uh, we still haven't exactly. got Daredevil yet. Um, uh, house of the dragon last night's episode was insane. I'll uh, mention anything because I tried I'm to not watch spoiling it this morning. It. I'm not spoiling it. I usually it. watch it on my phone while I'm in the morning getting ready, but it yeah. was it was another one of those dark episodes. I couldn't see half oh, of it, so I stopped yeah. it. I need to watch it on the TV. So, uh, And I will say, Rob, did you watch it? I have not yet. Okay, so, so I won't spoil anything. That's why I didn't want to go into anything immediately. They do an entire chunk that is a day for night shot. And it's kind of annoying because you know it's definitely not happening at night, but they play Mm -hmm. it off as it's a a super moon that's lighting everything. Mm -hmm. But you could tell it's just fucking daylight. It's a blue filter. Yeah, Yeah, super. But uh, I will say, remember we talked about Vagar and like the size was not quite shown very well. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. They fix it. (laughs) You see how big Vagar is in this episode. And I was like, okay, never mind what I said last week. Now, mind you guys, Mm -hmm. the last episode we recorded has not been edited or outputted at the point that we're recording this one. So, Mm -hmm. you know, y'all don't know what we're talking about just yet, but you will when, you know, because that's how time travel By the time you hear this. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Lord of the Rings is just getting better and better. Um. How many more episodes are left? Yeah, the entire, the entire, that entire battle scene, yeah. all of it just was, oof. Uh, I, uh, the fact I that plot it. happened, major plot yeah. happened. Yeah. Yes. I was, yes. and, and, and y'all, y'all feel free to fire away. I'm not watching until it's yeah. all over. Well, so no, okay. So, me. so no, the, it, it, the orc the battle was great. It, right. Yeah. So this was the build up to basically in the Southlands, the orcs, um, finally coming to, to, basically take out the the tower the, the rest can, of the, 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 the tower and right and so it felt a lot it felt like a very miniaturized battle of um helms deep from from helms deep yes yeah. and so the 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 entire way that they ran that battle was great because it uh averted expectations actually this entire episode just kept doing kept subverting expectations because it ends completely different from where you feel like it was going and you finally see what the orcs were up to the whole time and what the entire plan was from their point of view finally gets revealed and you're like oh holy shit okay um and i feel like the only reveal they're holding back is that leo has elf ears and they're just not bothering to pull his hair over his ears yet um for those who don't know Okay, everybody went quiet. What happened? I'm just listening no, to y'all talk because I don't have, okay. I don't have any input right, on Yeah, this. no. no so it's fine. It's I, just I when like, it goes um, silent, I have nothing to know. Yeah. No, I like the, again, this is where, this is where money makes the series go better because the effects <laughs> were on very much, very, very nicely done. Like very, everything was just, everything worked together in a way that you expected it to happen this way. But at the same time, you're like. Oh, this works, you know. It, it it feels very on brand to a Lord of the Rings type, you know, Lord of the Rings series and how mm. it should be. And so, it's still not boring to me. I'm loving it, and I'm loving the little and, bits of character development as it goes through. Yeah, and it, and like you said, the money is definitely more on screen now, especially with that final explosion. Holy shit! Right, exactly. Um, also, how is anyone going to survive that? I mean, that's pyroclastic flow. I don't know. Like I most had people, some, I had some Pompeii moments there. Yeah, that was, that, like, that was straight up pyroclastic flow. People are going to all uh-huh. be dead, but we all know that they don't die. So somehow they survived this. It's like right. somehow Palpatine returned. Um, but i i like that this episode we didn't get anything from from the harfoots at all because this part of the story needed to happen without them you know entirely right so um but all but it seemed like almost all the other stories finally came together in one spot so that was that was except for the uh elves and dwarves we're not there yet so we got the 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 stuff with Elrond and then Harfoot's all happen, you know, but that'll be next episode, I assume. Right. But seeing Galadriel finally get to do some of the things she's been wanting to do and finally get out some angst and then have that whole conversation with, uh, mm-hmm. Adar. Um, yep. and they're literally just, Which I, two sides was, I, of think, the coin. I think I felt like that was, I felt like that was the best part. Like, yeah, because you see, you see the, the, 
there's not that much of a difference between her and Hallbrand. Yeah. And exactly where they stand on their own sense of justice and vengeance. Yeah. Justice so and vengeance like, are the, the same thing half the time. Right. So by the time you're like, the, and they're counterbalancing each other in like, you know, hey, step back. So, uh, you Ricky, to, you need to step back. Uh, we talked uh, a while back about this show, and uh, I think you were talking about how, like, originally the orcs were meant to be corrupted elves and stuff like that. I think you talked I about. I think that. that was the original story. Yeah, so I don't know if that was our conversation or from. We, I think no, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago. It, we we mentioned have. it. Um, mm-hmm. and what's interesting about this show is it is going by that logic whereas the movies kind of didn't like they talked kind of breezed over it yeah Yeah, they they briefly talked about it but this one really especially with adar adar was definitely one is basically the original orc you're you're mispronouncing altair no that's not what his name is so uh but he very nice nicely gunnery yes yeah but he is definitely uh an elf that's been corrupted versus what we see as the current uruks as he says is this the one where i'd already heard last week that everybody thinks he's supposed to be oh he's not sauron and he makes that clear He's okay. very. He's this is the very, one. He. This is the one. Okay. Spoiler alert yes. for a show I've never even seen. He's the one who beat the dude to death for calling him. Except he didn't beat him to death. Him. All he did was smack him, because <laughs> the dude no. is the one who makes the plot happen. Okay. So yeah, uh, we finally see what the broken sword was for, um, which was a really cool effect. But like, holy shit. Um, yeah, nobody saw right. that one coming. Realistically, yeah, 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 exactly. No one saw that coming. So maybe people who read the books, but. Well, when I watch it, I'll see it coming now. Well, maybe. You, yeah. Well, you'll know that something's coming. You won't know what is coming. Well, something's coming. Unless I mean, you and, heard the spoilers. And, and, you know. But also, those effects. The, the spoilers damn. are. The spoilers are. If you've already watched the first, you know, if you've already watched the. It underscores y'all's balls. I don't care. This. Y'all can give this away. I don't. Well, know, but I don't. Want, we don't want to spoil it for everyone. But either way, the. Uh, that did not I'm see that coming. For all y'all, there's orcs, there's elves. People walk a lot. There's rings, and there's a bad guy. No, we were on horses. Elves. We were on horses this one, so we weren't walking a lot. They were riding. Oh, really, really animal fast. abuse. They were Peter riding really fast. Shut that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like that we're getting. We're, uh, What's his face is getting a little bit of uh, character development, not just being a spoiled brat. Because um, he. Oh, could, the elf. No. Elf uh, no, the future king yep. he finds okay. the ring. The dickhead. Either way. Mm-hmm. So like he went from being a spoiled dude. The battle was really good. Um it just everything was nice. It was just it was a good episode. Um uh last up the mo- Andor. Really was. I forgot to I forgot to include Andor on the list. Andor's awesome. You're dude, still going, so you that, can No, I mean I, for, I forgot to write it down that I watched it. That episode where we went to Coruscant, damn. Like that like seeing all that happening and then like the, the what is his name? Lathan. Or or Lathan, either way. Seeing him switch over to being yeah. like an ambassador type Dude, person. Slapping on the wig, like cleaning up his mm. face, changing the thing. Now he's a multimillionaire selling quote unquote antiques. Um yeah. dude, like ha- seeing how the underground is happening and how the rebellion is being built from underneath. And then like we get a very rogue one aspect 
thing on the other side with with Cassian where he gets dropped mm-hmm. off with the people who need to go do the thing mm-hmm. and nobody trusts him they're like you're bringing in somebody at the last minute we've been working on this for years we have three days till we gotta go and you're pulling this nonsense or it was five days I like how she's like we have one rule we don't talk about him yeah exactly <laughs> like, okay, yeah don't awesome. mention him so <laughs> and then mm-hmm. last lastly for I also my- like you have overnight to study and then we get going in the morning exactly here's your yeah. languages here's all your nonsense here's a cram exam <laughs> overnight this whole entire gotta go last one twenty thousandth of a second so you gotta be right on time (laughs) exactly um but that next episode should be interesting where they're invading that base to get the info that they want so that'll be fun and uh lastly i will talk about the worst thing i've seen in a while um and that is rob zombies version of the monsters Mm -hmm. and when i say it's the worst thing i've seen it was so bad it elicited nothing from me I didn't Have you ever it. walked out on a movie though? No. You've never gotten up from a theater and just left? Nope. Never have. Mm-hmm. Now, this, if I'd gone to theaters, I might have. Depending on how nice. much money it cost me to get in the door, because otherwise I'm gonna sit there and suffer because I've already spent the money. <laughs> like <laughs> when it's, when I pull when it's like a then. when it's a three dollar matinee, <laughs> sure. Yeah. If it's an eight dollar like just to get in the door plus seventy five dollars worth of food and drinks for the two of us, yeah. Then I'm gonna sit there and suffer. Eight dollars must be nice to live where you live, dude. Well, no, I'm just that was just throwing out there. Was, <laughs> it's, fifteen it's, bucks. It's it like was ten bucks here. It was ten bucks like for the cheap theater. Right now. now it's up to fifteen. Exactly. It's up to fifteen mm-hmm. for the main theater now, but mm-hmm. it's it's still the twelve dollar matinees now. I say still, it went up, but either way, um, I'm glad this movie was on Netflix. Didn't go to theaters because that would be. Well, it would actually, you'd it's see how Netflix? bad it flops. It's on Netflix. Um, uh, should I waste my time? No. no um, I'm, if you love the monsters, do not, not watch this much. movie. It, uh, I mean, they're okay. And and I don't mean that as an, oh, he ruins everything, you know, because it's stab- it's lore that we technically never got. It's the backstory mm-hmm. of how everybody met and how the family came together. The way you which, were trying to explain it to us before was it's like he was taking the shot, like he was lining up his shots right. Mm-hmm. Like the to, to he take missed, a shot. He missed every, every time shot. he'd pull the trigger, he'd pull it. Yeah. He'd pull his so, shot. So <laughs> he the story is fine. Like the actual story, the plot, well, if you want to call it a plot, fine. Did the green skin bother you on No, it, it honestly doesn't bother you after a while. Okay. It it goes from the neon absurdity to eventually just blending in. Because he, he changes outfits a lot, so the skin mm-hmm. doesn't really bother you that much. And he doesn't wear his classic Herman outfit mm-hmm. until the very end of the movie so and then gotcha. you know not necessarily a spoiler but at the very end literally the very very end they replicate the original intro in, in black and white mm-hmm. all that nonsense but all they come out the door waving and all that yeah shit. all that shit um now the other thing is i know that butch and Marilyn, the original ones are are uh, or Eddie and Marilyn are in here somewhere. I just don't know who they are in the it's funny. I was going to ask you if they yeah, made a big deal about those. No, in there. They, oh, they're yeah. in there and I'm not sure who they are. Cause I know what Butch Patrick looked like, but I have no idea. I think I know who the Marilyn actress was. Cause there's only one real human female that is on screen for a decent amount of time because they're in Transylvania to begin with. So everybody's monstrous. So when, the one thing that is funny is they do the thing that the show always did when they interact with normal people. Everyone just acts terrified and runs away or clears out. 
You know, so they they take all of the notes of the original Dude, you show. Went, you went oh, super you dead. We didn't hear anything you, you went, said. Yeah, exactly. You like when you said there was only one human lady from oh, that really? point forward. You were completely dead. I was asking if anybody was even here. We're so sorry, Rob Zombie. We know you were listening. That's weird because it, rec- it recorded on my end, so that's weird. That must have been a Discord problem. So I just he, he th- cursed. He cursed your speech. That was a, that was a Discord hiccup because it was still <laughs> recording the whole time. Well, that's what happened to me the, a minute ago when I didn't hear you guys do anything so either way um so what i was saying is you know they're in transylvania so everybody's monstrous right um and then when they interact with regular people when they go outside of transylvania everybody runs away screams because you know they're monsters and of course they don't have any concept that they're different and other people are not you know so they try to take a lot of the silly tropes that the tv show established and bring it into this but there's no heart behind it. It's weird. Like everything they do falls flat to me. So I don't know. That's sad. It and makes like, me sad but because it, I do. I, I think I mentioned this. I love the, I love the show as growing up. So yeah. it's like, ugh. I wanted it to be good, sad. but to me it was, n- it wasn't even good enough to be bad. That's sad. In my opinion. Now, other people might absolutely enjoy it. I could, some people might. Oh, and I'll say this. So, you remember their dragon under the staircase? Spot? Yeah, spot. Yes. Yeah. They, they show you how they get Spot. Okay. And then completely forget that he exists after that. Wow. So, they're, when, they, when they do the final chunk of the plot, which is how they get to America, mm. they just throw everything away. So they just had a checklist and they just wanted to knock all every the single off. thing is, is, a, is everything is by the numbers, whatever they, they mm-hmm. set it for. And like I said, part of it is amusing seeing these characters, how they were created in the literal sense is fine. Um, and I laughed a little bit more at like the beginning in like in a couple spots. And then after that, it was just like, eh, this is something that's on. Uh, you know, it, it it wasn't maybe if they had not made it look like a brand new movie, maybe they added like an old filter to it, like a sepia tone or something, not even sepia tone, just made it look like it was from it was recorded in the 70s and maybe do it in four okay. by four by three just for the fuck of it. Gotcha. Um, maybe it would have made it more interesting, right? Like an old Super 8 yeah. filming, make, or it, make, it, make it look like it's the show because when they switch right. it to black and white at the very end for the outro, um then it's like oh well hell it's like almost like if they had given us that the whole time might have been worth it mm-hmm. um but it, it it's interesting to see where they all came from and how they got there but you just don't care that it happened at all do they explain grandpa having the mutton chops no he just ha- it's just because of when it's happening okay it's just it's just that's how he looked before okay because yeah. grandpa's a grandpa's a badass yeah grandpa's mm-hmm. just been around forever like it's just what it is you know um, but like the, the plot of how they get to America is so stupid. Like kept, everything else flowed up until that point, And then it's just suddenly, Oh, we need to get here. Like, and just, it's so dumb. Oh, but they do explain how in a way they explain how a vampire meeting with a Frankenstein creature makes a werewolf. So okay. if, if you ever wondered how they had a okay. child, like how, how Eddie was a werewolf they actually kind of give you the answer mm-hmm. incidentally. And it took me a minute to realize, 
because I didn't, you know, I didn't realize who the character was at first. And then they flat out said, I was like, oh, okay, this is how they're explaining that. All right, cool. We'll just go with that. Rob and also, Zombie needs a puppers. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. our, our, Rob our, Zombie needs no, to take it down about 20%. No, and he needs a Gus and Brew. Yeah. But either way, <laughs> um, other than that, I've just been plowing through Double October. You know, as I've told you guys repeatedly, building, editing, often at the same time. Earlier before we started doing this, I already knocked out one review and edited several uh, vlogs. And shit I mean, like those that. fucking shitheads better appreciate all the work you fucking do for that shit. They never do. Until years mm-hmm. later. <laughs> when it goes up normally, nobody watches it that much. And then they'll come back in like three months when they realize it was there. And then I'll just start plowing through it. But this is my this is my yearly algorithm boost is really what it is. <laughs> it's like because I don't put out a content this consistently any other time throughout the year. And considering this is the final one in its current configuration, they better fucking appreciate all the work I'm doing. Because mm-hmm. I have I didn't have to kill myself last year. And I barely killed myself the year before. This year, I'm killing myself to do it, you know. And it's uh, it's it's draining on me. But I'm down to the last. Well, you're doing like five, a super, five super streak of Gundam builds, right? It's a lot of Gundam builds. Then I have to review so the now things. Now you've got to tell me exactly which one I want. Well, I could do that beforehand. We just haven't had that. We haven't sat down to actually have that conversation. You like throw words at me. And I'm like, oh, okay, that doesn't make any sense to me. And there's like one one hundredth, one two thousand yeah. six hundredth, well, one well, eighth. There's only there's only a very short set of actual scales. So it just depends. <laughs> if you want the big one, okay, there's your big one. Um, and then very last, I forgot to mention this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it. I did uh, jump in on the Ripaverse pre-orders. If you guys have ever heard of the Ripaverse. Um, why does that sound familiar? So the I've the, seen them. I just haven't. I just had no interest. Yeah. Is that the comic you were telling us about, like the independent comic yes. or whatever? So it's a fully okay. fully independent mm-hmm. comic by Eric July, otherwise known as Young Ripa. You know, he's a rapper, YouTuber, and now comic book creator. Um, he's yes, he's all the things because he got tired of the same old bullshit tropes that they just and we've talked about this. You know, where comics are just recycling the same shit. Oh, we get to a certain point. Uh, reboot the whole universe. Let's just do this. Oh, we need to gender or color swap a character to fit in with whatever narrative is currently big in social context. Let's just knock that out. And he's he flat out said, we're not doing any of that nonsense. It's like, we're setting our characters. We're giving them their characterization. We're not doing universal reboots. We're not doing time travel to do none of this nonsense. We're not doing multiverses. We're just doing the characters as they are, and we're telling cohesive stories based on what the characterization, not making changes just to follow whichever way the wind is blowing. So his his first, they're currently shipping, like right now, and he's running behind because there's been some issues because I'm getting weekly updates. And uh, well, apparently it's shipping out of Texas, so it shouldn't take me too long once he actually does ship it. But his first issue is 96 pages. So it's like, it is a huge deal and comes with kind of a, you can get t-shirts, hat, poster, all kinds of shit, depending. And by the time I jumped in, only the C variant cover was available Uh, because you could get assigned, you could get different cover variants and stuff like that. But I'm looking forward to it because it's an interesting character to me. First of all, it's a, it's a black character, a black, uh, a black man character as it is, who apparently starts out he gets his powers when he's young and then try does some crime fighting for a little while. And then shit happens. And then he stops for like a long time. 
And then I guess whatever happens, he comes back as much later in life, you know, to start back over being a superhero. So that's not just black lightning. I mean, to a degree, but he doesn't have those powers, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they're still building it out, but this is the first character slash first, you know, run of the comic. Gotcha. So he's, he wants to build out a whole thing. The biggest issue with them was that Patreon, if I remember correctly, Patreon would not allow them to crowdfund due to Eric's uh, political leanings. And then after he had taken an enormous amount of pre-orders through his own website, PayPal, and uh, he hasn't updated anything, so it's been a few weeks. For months now, PayPal has been holding on to over $3 million, I'm sorry, over $1.2 million of theirs and won't give it to him. And they've and that's go and they're going against their own their own contracts, their own rules about paying it out. And they just pulled some nonsense to where they can give them a little bit over time every like 60 days when they revisit it. Mm. So it's a lot of nonsense and it's all because of his political leanings. So, you know, it, it kind of sucks. So when, when it comes to independent creators, especially when somebody who's going up against the main, uh, as it goes, you know, comic book companies who also don't like him because <laughs> he's that artists come, come after him. Artists and writers come after him. Uh, at least on Twitter, I should say, cause you know, that's where everything happens nowadays. Um, so, It'll be interesting. I will I will give a review of it when it finally comes out. But, you know, I was I, was, I looked at it. I'm like, it actually looks really interesting. And I'm not reading any, not that many mainline comic books right now. So why not buy into something new, you know, that I haven't seen before. It's a character I don't know. And it's a world I don't know. So, yeah, why not get in at the ground floor, as it were? Yeah, if it feels fresh and original. And then I already told two friends. So I've already done my part. Well, there you oh. go. <laughs> pyramid scheme all right sorry to have taken so long there but let's i'm gonna have to bounce here in about a minute or two okay but uh do me a favor hold on to that postcon talk let's reconvene in a couple days if we can in the afternoon yeah we can do that for the next couple days i'll be home right around this same time because i have some venting to do about posts yes because they can eat dicks (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, can... I would love to hear that. Yeah, I could spare some time later this week. Absolutely. Yeah, we can I'm, 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 let's see, today's Monday, right? So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I should be There's... home right around the same time. I have, yeah. a, I have a feeling what you're going to comment on. But uh, I'm aware. I already know what you're going to comment on. But, uh, yeah. but I will it's say, trash. I will say, we'll talk there's, about it later. there's one afternoon where I probably won't be available. I just don't know which day it's going to be. I think it's going to be Wednesday. Because uh, I'm, but those I'm, are my, because Friday I got to go to night shift. I'm covering because one of the other cooks is getting married. So the night shift cooks covering their weekend shift, and I'm covering the night shift cook. Fun. Night cooks shift Friday. So Monday night through Thursday cook. I'll be home right around the same time as today. Yeah, and I'm working. I'm working a little bit later than usual this week, uh, just to make more money and before vacation. And I've still got the other stuff to do, but I mean, if it's a if it's an hour long conversation, whoop de doo, we'll just throw it in. I figure you can you can cut all this shit out when you're doing your thing. What we're doing right now, I'll edit this out. Yes. Yeah, like my whole schedule looks like it might be flip flopping again because we were already down two people, and then one went out on COVID. As soon as she came back from COVID, she turned in her notice. So this weekend's her last weekend. So did Um, you really have COVID? 
Yeah. Well, she did. I know. I'm just making the joke. Yeah. I got you. But now she's moving to Arizona or some shit. So now we're about to be down a third person. So it looks like I might be going to night shifts for a while. Yeah. So I got to talk to my boss tomorrow. I talked to him some uh, today. We're going to talk some more tomorrow and get that. So Sundays Sundays at four then. No, if if it plays out the way it's supposed to, like, yeah, I got you. Um, the way the way we're talking is, I told him Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday I can work night shifts. Yeah, as long as he absolutely gives me Sunday off because that's my time with my kids. Yeah, and then we record sometimes on Sunday, yeah. and then Monday nights so and Tuesday we're doing, nights. We're doing mo- we're off. doing Mondays and Tuesdays now yeah. more than we're doing Sundays. Monday and Tuesday nights I have yeah. to be off, so he can either give me two Sunday Monday off. Or he can give me, nah, shit. He can give me Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off, and I can still make my hours in those other four days. Yeah. And I told him Tuesday I could be a floater. I could just come in and do some prep stuff and get everything all ready See, for the rest of the week, bake it, off all the big desserts and stuff. If you get Sunday and Monday, that works because those are my days yeah. off. So we can. Because then I'll always be free to kind of pop in here whenever at that point. And that gives us so the ability to talk about Sunday night shows. Yeah. Yeah, and here's here's the hope, and that works out because what that ends up meaning is I have to give up all Thursdays, so no Thursday practices. And it's funny, as I was talking to my boss, and I was like, I have to wait till the baseball schedule comes out, and I'll tell you. And while I'm pulling up into my garage, the baseball schedule released on the app. Mm. So we all our games are Monday and Tuesday nights, except for two of them are on Thursdays. So I might have to miss two games. So that actually works out in my favor, and and help keep us above water until we get some more fucking people in and that might make it a little more easier to get a hold of each other to do shit yeah actually i might leave some of this in just to actually get content from you <laughs> that's I'll, okay you can cut I'll me cut, out i just pop I'll, in talk i'll cut out i'll cut out pertinent pertinent things but i might just leave it in there because this is something we've been dealing with like you know our schedules have been kind of difficult within the last month or so, especially with. I don't think I said anybody's names. If you're going to leave it in, just leave it in. No, yeah, that's fine. But I'm just thinking, like, like obviously with yours, you know, with the baseball schedule kicking back up, that's difficult. The hurricane kind of fucked things up for a minute, and then yeah. uh, now you're talking about you know work schedule. That's difficult. So me, I've been playing. My hours have been changing up. You know, we had that issue kind of last week. You know, not knowing when I would be off work. So last week I was actually off early a couple of days, but nobody else could be available in the time and then this next week i'm working later because we're you know switching shifts somebody's taking off vacation and then i'm going to be on vacation which means i'm going to be gone between four and six days of the next week so we have to record when we can do that and then rob's available when rob's available so we just kind of make that happen so it's 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 gonna be fun always a lot going on it's a busy october yeah, Friday to, Fridays are going to be shitty for me regardless because depending on who I'm working with, I can get out anytime between 6.30 and mm-hmm. 7.30. And yeah. I have to drive home 45 minutes and then be on the podcast by 9. We usually get on there between 8 and 8.30. Start oh, Friday, yeah, yeah. And everything checked. And then 9 o'clock is when we, start, we go live. So I'm going to have to like rush right home, literally jump into a shower, high bye to the wife and kids and go close myself in my office for another couple of hours. So Friday's good yeah. shit. So yeah, that's the same, same kind of nonsense that happens here too, you know, where yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I get off work, I come home, I'll eat, and then we'll spend however much time editing, shooting stuff. And then if we got to record, then I'm on that. But then Thursdays and, set, and Fridays, I'm doing live streams on my other channel. So Jessica will get home. We'll have enough time to get dinner out of the way because Thursdays and Fridays are her later days. So she gets mm-hmm. home later. And then I start streaming 
an hour after she gets home or an hour and a half after she gets home. So I don't spend that much time with her until the weekend. And then if, if we got to do a, a backup recording, like we're in the middle of a Saturday afternoon when she, we would normally be doing shit or things oh. happen like yesterday where yesterday just was kind of a mess in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever like, it just, it's weird. Like people don't, people just think it's very simple. Like the people that do this kind of shit for a living, like it's easy for them. It's a set schedule. Yeah. But anybody with any kind of, younger kids or two your household has two main time jobs like we all have full-time jobs and stuff like that anybody doing stuff like that this becomes a fucking juggle show yeah especially because i'm doing on my end alone i'm doing content creation for three other channels in the meantime (laughs) on top of regular work and you know hobbies and anything else. I told but, you, man, you need to you need to teach teach not teach. Allow well, I one of us to be able to record this too for those times that you're not time. available. Yeah, because nah. we can always not not record to post, but like let's say you're unavailable, me and Rob could jump on and do our weeks. You could jump and do your weeks, and then do your magic of editing when you have time to do editing. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. the the hard part about that is having someone include their shit later when they weren't there for it. Then it sounds totally separate and it, it yeah, kind of because I, I was going to record a quick thing i was going to record christine stuff by mm-hmm. itself and i'm like no i'll just include it in this new top five it just makes more mm-hmm. sense rather than do a a 10 minute monologue you know gotcha. it's like because the interaction is more important than getting the one person's thing mm-hmm. you know so. so i'm gonna i gotta i do have to bounce yeah so go I'm ahead gonna and go real i'm gonna i'm gonna make this real quick week because my week pretty much mirrored uh, y'all's of course mm-hmm. we already talked about letter kenny uh, the only thing on top of that that I did is I did Dominion with my kids like Thursday night or Friday. We finally got to watch it together after that Dominion? whole shit show I talked about before. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, Jurassic yeah. World. Sorry. So I finally got to watch that with them. We enjoyed it um, for what it was. It It's okay. Um, then we watched uh, b- 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 the one I did love, The League of Super Pets. Love that movie. I need to watch that now that it's available. Love it. So love funny. it. So fun. Love it. It was such, it was just a good I'll, movie. It was I'll just watch a feel-good movie. She'll like it. It was a feel-good movie, and Bobby 1000%ed it. There is one part in there that if you do not get into your feels at least a tiny bit, you're a fucking robot for I sure. I assume that's Ace's backstory. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hey, that that yeah. whole... And it's not, it's not a long part, but that yeah. whole little bit, man, oh. it just gut rips you real real quick because you're because you're here uh i I didn't get into it but i did get the newest issue of batman beyond the white knight Uh that's Um, the one that you sent us the picture you said it's like spoiler or whatever well it's because they show all the uh all the the batmobiles Batmobiles again that are still around Mm -hmm. even at that point because they're at the powers thing um Mm -hmm. so I, i don't think i mentioned it before but they've introduced the version of ace that was in batman beyond in this now and it would just happen to be a dog that was hanging out and around and just happened to like Bruce. And now he's literally just taking it with him. So like he's busted out the Batman beyond Batmobile and Ace is just riding along with him. <laughs> and like, he was nice. a stray. He's like gross nice. and he's slobbering everywhere and he stinks. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. the, the Joker's in his head, he's like mm-hmm. commenting on it. Why did you bring the dog with you? He stinks so bad. <laughs> uh, but the, the whole, the way that story has developed with the, the Joker being in Batman's head, mm-hmm. what happened at the end of this issue mm-hmm. was so fucking good. It was a payoff for mm-hmm. something that they didn't get to do before. And mm-hmm. now because char- there's so much character conflict over the last decades or so, and mm-hmm. like people are finally getting their heads out of their asses, but the, mm-hmm. what they did with it without spoiling it was so fucking good. 
Did you play Arkham Knight? I did not, but I know a lot about it. Okay, did they do kind of like what they did with Joker in that one? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, because this um, is this was a because in this one he's Jack Napier who became the Joker, and then mm-hmm. the whole thing with White Knight is that he becomes Jack Napier again because Joker okay. Joker could never beat Batman because he loved Batman too much. Jack Napier, on the other hand, knows everything about Batman and took him down through the legal system. Gotcha. To make things happen, and then of course all the uh, whatever happened since then. Um, gotcha. But the the so I did go ahead. So I did that. I just want to real quick because I do have to bounce. Yeah. And then we watched. Well, my kids watched. I dad napped on the couch for part of it. The Rise of Gru or the new Minions movie that's out. Yeah. Like I, I watched part of it. The funny parts that I saw. Um, it made me think of uh that conversation y'all were having with the songs earlier. And yeah. now, I'm, now that I'm about to say it, I'm brain farting. Um, it wasn't Oh Sherry. It was. God damn it! There's another song where the minions Sugar are singing. Sugar Honey, it. Honey. Nope. Yeah. The. We're, um. Nope. It's the one where they're like working at the very beginning in the in the in the basement or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. They were doing a song, and it took me longer than I care to admit to catch on to it. Like I'm like why does that sound so fucking familiar? And then they hit a part and I was like, Oh my fucking God. It's that song. I la- I laughed like it, those things are stupid, but man, they're funny just, just for being what they are. Um, and then I dad napped not too long after that. Was it their version but, of funky town? I can't remember. Nope. That was that. From, they do do uh, a version of funky town, but it's they do do a version of funky town. I can't remember. That's the one with his brother in it or whatever. That, yeah, that's from three. That's from, that's a, yeah. yeah. God damn it. That that is gonna fucking bother me. Okay, yeah, I remember next. I'm time. looking it up. Bring it back. It. Yeah, we're we're googling that shit. Uh, it's this I don't a... think it was the their humming. Was it? Oh, Hold on. This says bang bang. Nope, that's not it. That's the intro song. Not I swear. Not turn to note. Not shine star. Nope. 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 Is that it? I can't hear it. Am I, it? They're literally like in the basement. Okay, so that's the intro. That's not the basement scene. No, that's the got to get you into my life, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's going to totally get hit by YouTube, probably. Mm. I'm looking... Because I don't know offhand. I haven't watched it yet. Dude, like, as soon as I find it, I'm going to be so pissed off. I'm going to be like, it's this song. And you're like, God damn it. But anyways. um, uh, The Minions building his lair. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like literally towards the very beginning of the movie. Oh, Cecilia. There it is by Paul Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Got it. Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. That one. Like they were doing that, and like it was driving me goddamn nuts. And nice. it finally kicked in. I was like, "That's what it was." But yeah, that I enjoy it for what it is. It is dumb fun, but it is fun. Nice. So that's pretty much my week in a wrap. I'm going to do baseball, which is another part of my week. Yep, go and do baseball. Y'all have a blast, and I will catch y'all on the flippy floppy. All right. Uh, so with Ricky gone, uh, and us now having to change the schedule, and Rob's got to go here in a minute. Um, since you're the only one who did watch Hell of a Boss to a degree. I want to read Will's email. I enjoyed it. So, you want me? Do you want me to go ahead? 
Well, let me let me read Will's email because he's talking about the episodes, and then you can include your thoughts sure. as we go. Sure, absolutely. All right. Um, and so you said you got to episode six, right? Thereabouts. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. that's that's the uh, uh, Truth Seekers episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. good. That's that's one of the best ones. So that's a good one to end off on. So this this email was from Will. He sent it in a few weeks ago because he watched the show due to kind of my recommendation on watching it, plus us watching Caleb Hiles cover Stolas's songs from from the show. Um, so uh, disclaimer to anyone who hasn't seen Hell of a Boss, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this show. Also, since season two, quote unquote, mm. um, it, it it's season two, but they've only shown episode one. So we'll just say whatever. All right, uh, episode zero, the pilot, is that no thoughts did what a pilot does, establishes stuff. And it did do that, actually. I watched episode, I watched the whole first season and then watched the pilot episode, so I I didn't get the initial setup Mm -hmm. for it. All right, uh, episode one, murder family. Uh, Didn't notice Blitz's billboard the first time, laughed my ass off when I saw it on the second view. The twist with hero mom and family being murderous lunatics was a nice touch. Um, and the recurring gag of Stolas getting explicit on the phone over Blitz is equal parts revolting and amusing. Um, I would agree on all those parts. Uh, it it is Mm -hmm. super cringe on that part. Mm -hmm. Um, first of all, uh, your thoughts on the animation. Uh, if you like Invader Zim and you also like, uh, drawn together, um, or, um, any of those, like, um i would say comedy central animation style shows mm-hmm. it's it's definitely up your alley it's got the same um it's got that same feel as like drawn together where it's more of an adult type animation yeah but in the same respect it's got that that same style that zim had and i yeah. absolutely adore that style i absolutely adore any art house that works towards that goal um so yeah, no, I, overall, like I felt, I feel like, yeah, I, I like the style works really well. It's, it's, they're short, but they're also, it's also like, there's a lot of story. It's a lot to fit in yeah. for a 16 minute episode. Yeah. Very, very dense and you yeah. follow along, but sometimes you'll miss little jabs. You'll miss background gags. Exactly. And, and yeah, it, you, it takes yeah. repeat watching and you go, Oh, like when he said he missed the billboard the first time through. Mm-hmm. The reason uh, Will wrote in the way he did is because he watched it and then wanted to watch it again and like organize his thoughts. So yeah. uh, episode two, Lulu Land, which one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Stolas's lullaby to Octavia is heartbreaking. Also insanely beautiful, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. F- first few lines sound more like he's trying to console himself. And then he realizes that he begins consoling her instead. Yeah, I had a very nightmare before Christmas <clears throat> uh, PTSD flashback there. With <laughs> yeah. Uh, let see. The dynamic between the two of them really is so sad. Yeah, Stolas and, and Octavia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, seeing how far Stolas will go to make Via happy without realizing until the end of the episode that all he was really doing was making himself feel better, not her. Her genuine fear of losing her family and Stolas trying to make her feel better was heart-wrenching. Also, I like that the Imp crew was more of a B-plot not to distract from Stolas and Via. Moxie trying and failing to win a thing for Millie was really funny. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, yeah. I, I love Moxie and Millie. They're 
fant- they're fantastic side characters. But if you catch it, Millie's voice completely changes from the pilot to the actual season because right. they didn't like the way it, it sounded initially. And it gave her that more country feeling in, once it really mm-hmm. gets going. Also, she wields a gigantic fucking axe. <laughs> when they finally get to battle, she pulls out that massive axe. They're like, okay, this is what we're doing. She's the, she's the bronze of it all. Yep. And uh, said the uh, the seeds planted for Blitz and Fitzroy's connection totally went over my head on the first view. Yep, uh, there's a lot of deep shit buried in there. He comes back later. Um, episode three, Spring Broken. Oh my god, so much to unpack with Verasica and Blitz. That's the uh, mm-hmm. is that the demon chick. Yep. Yep. Um, good to see Moxie sort of stand up for himself to Blitz. Also, drunk Mox is adorable, and very much so. <laughs> Also, Blitz and Mox's uh, relationship is funny in and of its own right. But, of course, because Blitz keeps trying to intrude on him and uh, Millie's marriage. like Because mm-hmm. he, he has nothing for himself, so he intrudes on their marriage. Right. is also funny. The, the dumb little ways he tries to jump in. And they're like, get the hell out of here. Um, I also kind of feel for Luna a little bit, too. Luna... Luna's character is weird because she seems so side story, but they build out her stuff eventually. Like, like how she even like, okay, why is she his uh, adopted daughter? Like what the hell? Adopted daughter, right. She's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So episode four cherub, uh, nothing much to say. I found this episode rather grating though. I did enjoy the fight between the imps and the cherubs. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think the part where they were literally showing like, oh, here's the best of life. And then it was basically going like sideways in the worst, best way possible. Yeah. I was like, I I just, I don't know that part, that entire episode, probably it honestly right now is my favorite. Okay. Just because it's like, it's that, that, that just level of dark humor that makes me chortle and lets me know that, probably not the best person inside <laughs> yeah uh well you love letter can you so that's already uh proven all right so uh number five or episode five the harvest moon festival which i thought was interesting uh blitz is unwilling or unable to admit his feelings towards stolas which is a big deal and he says it really bugs me in this episode it's like i have no doubt that stolas sees straight through blitz plus his blitz ego seems to make him oblivious to this role to the role fling Oh, to the role his fling with Stolas is having on Stolas' family life. By the way, the opening of season two completely covers how we got there. Like, that is all backstory. That that the opening to season two is so deep, it's ridiculous. Um, not that you've gotten there. I'm not going to spoil everything, but it is ridiculous how deep that is. <clears throat> Great seeing Moxie... Get some character development here. I love Blitz basically taunting Mox when he tried to kill the Hell Pig thing, only to later defend Mox from Stryker. Yep. Uh, great development from Blitz, too. Letting the veneer of smug asshole slip a bit, giving a real glimpse of how Blitz really feels about everyone. That he doesn't just see them as employees, but actually as friends, even though he never will admit it. Plus, the seething contempt Stella has for Stolas made my blood run cold. The fact that she's willing to go that far to get away from Stolas is purely terrifying to me. Oh, she is evil. Like, like I, obviously, she's meant to be evil. She's a demon daughter. You know, so, but, yeah. What happens with them is so, so bad. 
even though Stolas kind of brings it on himself for doing what he's done with Blitz, um, their his relationship with his wife and the effect it has on their daughter is it's a little too real. Like that's the thing about this show. Yeah, it's very close to home for sure. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's yeah. been or cheated on. Yeah, you, you, and they even say it like you're you're probably going to be triggered on some of these things potentially. Yeah. <clears throat> but then again, I think that's the whole point of it is that it's 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 dark humor. Yeah, for sure. It is an it is it is trying to it's touching on things that are well, kind of like everything else. Like it, it touches on a little bit of reality, tries to make it tries to make it somewhat amusing, but in a dark humor kind of way. Yeah. But the funny thing about it is, so you're shown a cartoon, first of all, you're shown demons who are getting paid to go to the real world and kill people who uh, wronged someone who died and ended up in hell. So, which is a funny premise in and of itself. Um, We'll get revenge on the living for you, which is kind of a funny idea. But the fact that like, it is kind of a black mirror being held up to you, that the things you find enjoying or cringy or not necessarily cringy about it is a reflection of you like because so much of what they do is just human but they show you that it's a demon doing it so you're like oh that's fine it's just a demon it's like no no no. most of these things are human emotions you know concept of revenge cheating love selfishness all these things but it's just cranked one notch higher than you ever think Mm -hmm. you'll do so it's outside of your realm of possibility but then you know a prince of hell cheating with a low imp, you know, on his also royal wife, you know, is ridiculous. Right. But totally anything any one person can go through. Not to mention the concept of, you know, homo, you know, closeted homosexuality. You know, just subtly throwing that in there, you know, and making or it Or not a, so subtly throwing yeah, it in there. Well, yeah, it's not it's not subtle anymore, but the idea of it, you know, um because he still has to put on airs even though everybody's not that stupid, let's be honest here. It's a thing mm-hmm. where you try to, you put on, uh, what, not put on air. What's the word I'm looking for? Why did, what the hell? My email just closed itself. I didn't even do anything. Oh, that was weird. That's not a good sign. Yeah, that was weird. But, um, I like the characters in general. Luna is the only one that doesn't seem to get that much character development because they haven't done that much with her outside of when they were like the beach episode. You know, and then like she's in her human form when they go to the real world or the world of the living, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but I want to see more with her character. Hopefully season two will do more. All right. So season or episode six is the last one you've seen. So that's the last one I'll read. So truth seekers. Okay. Hands down. My favorite episode. Great to see Moxie show some guts and see he's not as much of a pushover as he seems. The the visions Mox and Blitz see because they give him the drugs, right? Um. Moxie's was a walk in the park compared to Blitz's. Holy shit, Blitz was dark. Yeah, no kidding. Um, seeing at least a glimpse of his pain and anguish, the fear he clearly holds by getting too close to, uh, to someone, of how much pain and anguish he caused others. Though clearly Blitz doesn't share feelings for Stolas, it's obvious he's afraid of letting his guard down and actually expressing said feelings. And oh my god, that whole sequence of Stolas going full out demon to save Blitz was equal parts terrifying and gratifying to watch. Um, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, because like you see his like 
little kind of princely, frail owl form. And then he goes with this ridiculous <laughs> giant demon bird uh, to, yep. to save them. It's just like, okay, then. Like, he could just pull that out when he wants to. And um, uh, I forget which episode it is. It might be the next one. I think it's the next one. Uh, you see other demons of that level. You see some of the other Goetias. Um, and you do see Stolas's father in season two, episode one. So you actually get gotcha. to see a higher level demon um, in there in a bit more of a. So we'll get there. We'll yeah. Get so there. so it's 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 interesting to see like you presented this this one little thing and you're like oh that's a demon are you kidding me and then you see whoa and like okay then it's like this is just his casual form when he's just hanging around the house um but i, I was turned on to the show by other youtubers reacting to it and somebody gotcha. i knew had seen has been hotel which is the previous series that they've done and they're tied together but mm-hmm. they're not directly crossing over um same studio same all that kind of nonsense but uh and there is a very there's references back and forth but no crossover as it as it stands what i what i find really ironic is that my my oldest has been watching on youtube on um not youtube netflix uh paranormal park oh yeah and it's uh it's it is definitely a tvy seven type show because it's got a lot of the whole point is like basically it's um uh an amusement park that was abandoned and is it's because it comes with a curse and a demon and these uh, two kids basically thought that they were showing up for to mm. try for a job available and uh they wind up both becoming employees of the park but in doing so um the boy his dog which is a pug um ends up becoming partially um he's partially he gets part of the spirit of the the demon that inhabits the park and uh he he can talk and Hmm. he can do spells and my wife happened to watch an episode of my daughter and she was like you think this is a little too much for her i was like no i said definitely not And I didn't go into detail as to why but it's like it it's it's almost uh, i'm not gonna call it I'm definitely not going to call it um, the light version of this show, Um, but it is, you know, it's kind of that, that same, like, you know, you got this little demon that's basically trying to um, eat the pug because it wants back into back to its own realm. Mm. And the pug's like, Nope, you're not. Nope. Nope. (laughs) That's funny. I might, I might have to watch that. It sounds funny. Yeah, it, it is. And, but here's the, here's the kick. Okay. The animation studio that does it is the same one that does that did Word Girl for PBS Kids. I have no idea what that is. So <clears> Word <throat> Girl is one of those like it's it's like an educational show for kids, but it's done in this like specific animation style. Okay. With the slightly it and it's the eye sets and it's the the shapes and all that. And I just get I get a a very big kick out of seeing other uh, out of seeing animation studios branch out to things that are above the pale in other words like it's like it would be like and if you learn that the animators from animaniacs went and did like a reboot of cool world or something like that it's 
it's you're like oh hey i recognize that animation style oh hey i recognize those voices and my daughter and i play this game where we try to pick up what the voices what the character voices also worked on oh um, yeah yeah and because there's so many that do the same voice work in other shows yeah and we often do it too with like the animation styles so we're like oh yeah 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 that's exactly what that's from so it's like taking a kid's show and then adopting it to um even a netflix show where it's like a tv wise and what's a little bit more mature themed it's like oh this is a this is a jump for them yeah <laughs> you're like good for them good for them for trying so yeah i i kind of enjoy it um but yeah, no, I think Hell of a Boss is definitely like you said. It's 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 definitely got those themes, and it's um, it's not for kids, people. Um, but it is. <laughs> no. It's in, it's definitely I've enjoyed not. it, but that's because I that's because I get I like I get that style of dark humor. Indeed. Yeah. And what's interesting, <clears throat> speaking of doing the voice work, so the guy who plays Blitzo is Brandon Rogers, who is a long-time YouTuber. Like, he actually does the voiceover for that. Because um, I was looking at the cast, and I was trying to see more of the people in there, because a lot of the voices sounded super familiar. Um, Somebody else in here. I'm trying to remember who it is. Oh, Brock Baker. I know Brock Baker's in there. He's a long-time YouTuber slash voiceover artist. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, there's somebody else in the cast that I couldn't remember. Hmm. Either way. Uh, I think the voice work on the show is fantastic. Um, the animation, whether you like it or not, I think it's done really, really well. Cause sometimes when, especially with mm-hmm. YouTube shows, some things can come across cheap. This show does not come across cheap to me. Like it looks like a proper production studio to me. You know, if you go back to, say, the early days of um, Metalocalypse, for instance, you know, that looked a little sketchy, but it got better over time, you know. But this looks like it had a really good starting spot. Like, yeah, they still got to develop some of the character details and the backgrounds maybe need a little cleanup. But, like, when you get to, like, the special effects and, like, the crazy animated backgrounds, especially for the music videos, you know, when they break into song... Like right. s- especially that that lullaby from Stolas, holy mm-hmm. crap! The visuals are amazing in that. Like, yeah, it really goes above, and it's polished for sure. Yeah, it's like this is a YouTube cartoon, and it's doing things that big budget uh, studio movies would be would be putting out. Like, you could easily see that animated, like maybe go three D with it, and uh, DreamWorks easily could have done that. You know the detail work and the the way it looks is like if, if you just gave it I don't know ten million more dollars you can it's not that big of a stretch you know well for money wise that's really for 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 a movie studio that wouldn't be a big of a stretch to take another step in quality right but it's independent exactly. independent people making this and writing this like and they release the storyboards ahead of time usually when the season's coming so you'll see certain scenes and stuff like that and it's it's just I can't wait for the next season to really get. Yeah, rolling. it's often it's very often that those studio houses get picked up for movies. I mean, and, there's a lot of content creators that they've gone on to bitter, like big jobs. Yeah, or I think, working for the bigger studios, whether it's like Illumination or it's you know whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
if if nothing else, uh, the last thing we need to talk about just before we wrap this, the Black Panther 2 official actual trailer dropped, not just the teaser trailer. And it it still looks beautiful. gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and I get more I got I got more excited than with the first trailer. I think the first trailer still makes me cry no matter what. But this one at least gets you back into, oh, yeah, this is just going to be a movie, not just a, a heartbreaking scene, you know? And right. I wish they hadn't shown some of the stuff they show, but this is Marvel. If what they're showing you is happening, there's something generally bigger that they're still holding back. Um, exactly. And I am also very annoyed by toilers, otherwise known as toy spoilers, because, like how awesome would it have been to see the later edition of Ironheart's armor for the first time on screen instead of the fricking toys being shown. Um, <laughs> so um, I don't, I will. Oh yes. The Wally version of the, the Eve, Eve from Wally version of, yes. Of, if of they painted it white, it would 100% be Eve. Um, uh, but I mean, I just, Iron, but yeah. it's Ironheart's armor anyways. That's what it looks like. You know, know. just with, with I M- MCU. I, I do flare. like it. And the more, the more I look at the, the more I look at the actual toy, the more, I, more I get it. Yeah. Um, and I know that it's basically like her version of the Mark one. You yeah. Know? Well, they, well, there is a Mark one version that she has in it. That looks really rough. Correct. Um, yes. And then there's the, I'm going to guess that's the, either the Mark two or the Mark three, because somewhere in there, but right. she's also got Wakanda tech, you know, she's in Wakanda, I guess, learning cause she's already been, if I remember correctly, she was sort mm-hmm. of teased earlier in either Iron Man three or something else where she was like the, her concept was sort of teased. And then I Correct. guess in, in theory, she probably didn't uh, get blipped um, mm-hmm. as far as we know, but either way. So um, as a secondary important character to the, sh- to the movie, you know, cause she will, be, she will matter later in her own series. And of course we'll be bigger in the young Avengers and all that kind of crap that's coming later. Um, also a good addition of a young black important female in this movie that's going to be led by important black females within the storyline because our main uh, oh I love that we got to see uh, in this one we got to see Mbaku actually doing mm-hmm. something exactly so yay yep. more Mbaku because I I love I love that dude was it uh, Winston Duke is his name mm-hmm. he, he's such a good yep. actor. And I love his Mbaku character. So to see him ha- probably having to take a far more serious role in this movie because of what happens instead of his slightly comedic version from the first movie, you know, where, you know, I will say that first scene was like, I am just joking. We are vegetarian. Like that. It's like that scene. Was, <laughs> I will feed you to my children. <laughs> I am just joking. We are vegetarian. Seems excessive. It was just funny that he's like scaring the white guy. Um, but either way, I think this movie and Bobby's talked about it a lot. I think this will be a turning point for the MCU as it currently is because everybody hates the MCU as it currently is. I don't, but you know, it's it, it, to me, this is the area between the breakup. You know, this is the right. rough ride before you figure shit out again, you know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that we ended on a massive note with, with infinity war and all that and end game. And we lost our main antagonist. The whole reason is like, this is the area in between. We've lost all these heroes. COVID happened, which made things worse. Mm-hmm. And then all the timeline got jacked up. Now we can do multiverse. Now we can do Fox properties. So, okay, this is going to be the mess in between that we have to sort out. And then the ship gets righted because 
the relationship within the universe is going to be reestablished or a new relationship to the characters and new characters will be established, but it did need a flagship. Yeah, it'll, it'll start re- it'll start remapping things in the way yeah. that they want it to be. I mean, and considering it's they, the as end long as of it's tight four, enough and it's yeah, as long as yeah. it's not a bunch of stuff slammed together, I think then it'll I, be fine. I think it'll be good. I mean, sophomore outings are always iffy, but some of the better sequels we've gotten were the sophomore, not the junior. So Wrath of Khan. Well, I just meant within the MCU. It's like, it's like, oh. it's like with it, I mean, just within the MCU, you know, it's like a lot of people don't like the second one or actually like the second one better than the third one, you know, in theory, because most people right. like Winter Soldier more than they like Civil War, even though Civil War is just Avengers 2.5. Uh, most people right. like Thor 2 better than Thor 3, you know, and vice versa. So, but hopefully uh, this one will just establish a new ground. You know, new base, new foundation, even though it's wrapping up, uh, wrapping it up. Also, so many people fell for that fake trailer that I felt bad. Like even nerd, even nerd rage. I'm, I texted Bobby like the week after they talked about it. I'm like, bro, that wasn't real. <laughs> like, that was, that was, they chopped up the current footage, added old Black Panther footage, and then actually some stuff from other movies and just slapped it together with a fake thumbnail that wasn't was clearly not Namor. Uh, just some dude sort of photoshopped to look like him. I was like, man, I felt bad for so many people who fell for that shit. It was so bad. It's like, it's not even on a Marvel channel. It's like, you didn't even pay attention to where the trailer came from. It's like, you're not going to see their official trailer dropping on someone else's channel. And then you look and like, oh, this channel is known for putting out fake trailers. Oh, that makes sense. Know your sources. People. Know your sources before you get into it. So uh, that's a good spot to wrap up. We will be talking about the Hasbro PulseCon stuff and then other types of media later this week, as you heard us discussing. You know, Ricky's schedule's crazy, as is mine. Uh, and then of course Rob uh, fits in there when we uh, when he can. But uh, that'll be good. We got to get Ricky back in here because he didn't get that much time this week. But guys, do the like and subscribe thing wherever you're listening to us. If you're uh, listening on a podcast app, if it has a rating ability, please rate it. Uh, our numbers have dropped significantly on the podcast side, whereas our YouTube numbers have gone up significantly. So something's going on out there or nothing is going on out there, which is actually probably the bigger problem. So like, download, subscribe, rate, and comment on YouTube. Uh, whatever we're talking about, if you've got an opinion or thoughts, or you have any thoughts and questions, and I forgot to plug the email earlier, you can also write in like Will did at now you made it awkward mail at gmail.com, which is linked down below. So you don't have to try to remember it or spell it out. You can just copy and paste because I haven't figured out how to hyperlink that. Uh, to where you just click on it and it opens your email. I don't know how to do that. Um, if you know how to do that, write into the email and tell me. Uh, but the comments help uh, feed the algorithm, so we will draw in more people. We just gained a couple of new subscribers this past week after losing one, so that was interesting. And uh, uh, be there for live premieres, which we try to do. I think what I'm going to do from now on is drop them at lunchtime when we're going to do premieres so that uh, more people will be awake. So that way we won't just have the 6 a.m. crowd. <laughs> we're exactly. just me, just exactly. me and, me and Rob yes. talking to each other. Um, you all need something to listen to during lunch, folks. There you go. But I like—I usually like to do it at drive time, but I'll leave that for just the audio format only. But I guess if I only do it for premieres so that we can chit chat, fine. You know, we'll see what happens either way. 
but we'll see you guys next time. And uh, I have a lot of editing to do. I have three right now. I have three episodes to edit on top of everything else I'm doing. So I'll see you guys next time. Okay. Bye. 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 And thanks for listening. Everyone. Yep. Just say K bye. The outro is K bye. Sorry. K bye. K. Bye. And now I wait awkwardly while I find the. the yeah. While, while you try to find the button. Rolling up over black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tack